We are blessed today to have with us Pastor Thomas and Esther from the Dominican Republic. Um, you knew they were coming as soon as we knew, we let you know. You know what's happening this afternoon in Clifton. would invite you to join us there if you want to hear more about the mission and the work that they do. But we have past, uh, been partners in the gospel with these folks for some time now. Many trips to the Dominican. Uh, lots of great work together, and it's always a pleasure when we get to be together. And it's um, particularly a pleasure when we don't have to travel to be together. <laughs> <laughs> they've come to us, and Tonus has been here. They've been here before, and pre Tonus has preached here before and whatnot. So, um, so we're just happy to have them back. There's an amazing work that is being done in the Dominican through these dear people, and we are so happy to be part of it. Um, as Betsy mentioned, the school has over 500 students at this point, and it's growing. Um, and it is a gospel light in that community. And if you've ever been there, then um, you can really appreciate the work they do there in the school and the church. We pray for the church and the mission of the church and the outreach of the church and the work that they do with Haitian refugees. And it just goes on and on and on. In other words, these are great people to be partnering in the gospel with. Um, and we are so thankful to have them and so thankful to hear Thomas. He's going to bring us the word. So I invite you now, brother. Come on up here and preach. Welcome. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. Hallelujah. We greet you in the name of Jesus our Lord. Um, it's a blessing, special blessing to be here. We just don't have words to express the joy of the Lord in our heart to be standing here in this place. Thank you very much for this great opportunity. I would like to call forth my wife. I think she has just... Something she wants to share with the congregation. church and school
Amen. Hallelujah. The book of Isaiah is divided in three sections. The two first sections um, used to be a lot of war, a lot of suffering, a lot of problem among the people of Israel. But the last, last section is kind of some um, word of comfort that the prophet Isaiah brought to the people. Um, it's kind of tell them, telling them, okay, you have been through so much. Now it's time to get a word of comfort to strengthen you. Great commission. God is always speaking. For everything God does, he chooses to create or he use, always use, uses his word. First, then acting upon his word. When God wants to do something, he declares that first, then act upon what he has said. He is always speaking and acting. Even when we, we understand what he's doing or not, God is always speak, speaking and acting. So that's really, it's really an invitation for us to learn to listen to his voice. Why does God continue speaking the same thing over and over? He is to continue revealing himself to every generation. Because of his long suffering and mercy and love to us, to remember us who he is. His everlasting plan to save to save and bless us. Generation comes, generation goes, but his word remains forever. The word of God remains forever. So he is not calling us to only speak up his word, but also to be open for him to work through us the actional power of his word. When does God want us to speak? The answer is now. This is why preachers, announcers of the gospel are ordinary men and women, or nation that God, the Lord has called to speak his word to their generation. You who bring good, good news to Zion, say Isaiah, go up on high mountain. You who bring good news to Jerusalem, lift up, lift it up, do not be afraid. Say to the towns of Judah, He is your God. More than 500 years after Isaiah, Isaiah's call to speak up the word of the Lord. John the Baptist received the same call to prepare the way of the Lord. Go at Matthew 3, verse 3, says, Go and tell them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brethren to go to Galilee. 
and they will see me. We need to see the Lord. We need to see his face. It says fear, fear and many other things can hinder you from speaking up for Jesus. Fear being rejected, persecuted, exposed to suffering. But instead of, in, in, it doesn't matter what we are going through, uh, we have a call to speak up for Jesus, to speak up the word of God. Matthew 28, verse 18 says, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. So we are not alone. The call to speak, we are not alone. We are invite, invited not to be afraid. Fear is a human condition. We always find something to, to, to fear of. The other day, all, most, all, 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 many offices, schools here were closed because somebody was out there killing, and somebody didn't want to get killed. So we tried to protect our, ourselves. There was a great fear. So we didn't want somebody, I mean, that man at least, to get killed also. Because the church always wished some, um, the, the person who was mistaken could, be, could repent and could say, I'm sorry for those affected family. But finally, when the news come up that he killed himself, at least the pressure went down. So there are, there are a lot to fear of. And fear is a human condition. Sometimes we even fear not to speak up the holy gospel. But God is calling Isaiah is calling John the Baptist to speak because God loves us. And one of the way that God chose to guide us, to lead us, is through his holy word. Only his name has the power to break every chain of sickness, loneliness, family problems, drugs, and addictions. We have many problems, but we have the, the solution. We have the key. We have the way. We have the word of God. That's why it's so important not only the word to be spoken of, but we have to develop the ability to listen, to listen to the word. There is no situation that we are going through that we cannot be delivered of. Only we have to trust the word of God. Hallelujah. We, we are called to speak up, to speak up. What we would say, what hinder you to speak nowadays? We, we, we see that this actual generation is kind of falling apart. We wonder, are we doing the work? Are we speaking as the church? of Jesus, are we speaking up enough? Are we telling them? When we have to start speaking, and the church, 
the church has been speaking, has been preaching. But I think still we need more. We need more people to stand up without fear and speak. Speak to who? We have to be bold and speak up to your children now. Speak to your friend when? Now. Speak to your workmate now. Speak to your husband now. Speak to your wife the word of God now. We, we are in a generation when you, we have people, close people sitting close by one another. And we each and every one of us, we are in the cell phone. We are speaking to the technological way. But we don't speak to people. And there's, there's something that takes place when we have close relationship with our family, with our children. Something, there is a special way that God is using us to, to transmit the truth of the word of God in our generation. Isaiah said, a, that people are like grass, and all his lonely, loveliness is like the flower of the field. The grass withers, the flower fades because the breath of the Lord blows upon it. So Isaiah is, is, is presenting us a picture, something we use of. Like I've been watching the beautiful leaves turning gray <laughs> and the beautiful flowers. Maybe we would wish that we would have those flowers as evergreen, but the season change and they change color. And the word of God is saying that people are like grass. We would wish that some, they, would, they, they would come I mean, the word would compare us with something else. Because we, we, it's, it seems that we don't really take time to think that we are grass. We are just like grass. It's like saying, telling us the beautiful flowers get so beautiful. Sometimes when I see beautiful flowers, I always try to think of picking them up and bring them to my wife and tell her, I love you. <laughs> and, and they are there for a season, and they fade. And Isaiah is telling us, not only we are like grass, he's telling us that our time is short. We have a very short time to do what we are called to do. We must know how to take advantage to the very short time we have. We are called to a special mission. We cannot miss that because this is our commission. We are commissioned for a mission. We have to know what we, what we have to do, and we have a short time to do so. Soon we are here and we are gone. The grass withers. The flowers fade. We are used of that, don't we? <laughs> we have seen that over and over. We have seen the beautiful flowers being fed. And this is, uh, the Bible says this is the way we are. 
we are here today, tomorrow we are not. So we have to do today what we are called to do. We are to do it now. John 12, verse 34, we have heard from the law that the Christ remain forever. Even though everything, including us, is just, just passing away. But the word of God remain forever. The Christ remain forever. In AD 303, the Roman, the Roman Empire... The Diocletian demanded that every copy of the scriptures in the Roman Empire be burned. He failed. And 25 years later, the Roman Emperor Constantine commissioned a scholar named Eusebius to prepare 50 copies of the Bible at government expense. So the word of God remain forever. Sometimes people think, people foolishly think that they can destroy the plan of God. But nobody can. God's plan, God's word remain forever. Jesus Christ who called us, our Savior, he is our eternal God. His word remained forever. Voltaire, who died in 1778, said that 100 years from his time, Christianity would be swept from existence and passed into history. <laughs> and that the Bible would be a forgotten book. Many years after Voltaire's death, the Geneva Bible Society used his press and his house to produce stacks of Bibles. <laughs> we have millions, and I don't know how many Bibles I have in my house. I have in Spanish, in Creole, in French, in English in different, all kind of Bibles. Sometimes I get excited reading them. <laughs> when, we, when you get into the scriptures, you receive something. Sometimes you don't have words to express what you receive. Sometimes, the, the other day I start, I, 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 during the night, I had a, a, very, a very strange dream. When I have those strange, strange dreams, what I do, I don't know why, but I, I take that to the Lord in prayer. And I, as I, after I pray, I open the Bible. It takes me to Second uh, Thessalonians 3, verse 3, that says, The Lord will protect you from the evil one. So as soon as I read that scripture, I felt okay right away. It's such, a, it's such a medicine. So the word of God is always living and powerful. We can depend on him. It's not like any book. It's not like any book. Years come and years go, the word remains the same. Powerful. 
But the Lord is faithful. He will establish you and guard you from, from the evil one. Second Thessalonians 3 verse 3. Time flies and we die and go home. When you have the opportunity to meet with somebody, instead of telling them about the cosmetic you use, your degree in business, your medical prescription, tell them about Jesus. <laughs> Take time and tell them about the word of God. Why? In, in him, we, 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 we live and move and have our being. This is the, the, the best thing that can happen to somebody, to meet Jesus, to, to receive that revelation of the word of God. The church, the church of Jesus Christ has the key. That's why the Lord is calling Isaiah to speak up because the church is not selfish. We, what we have received, we are called to share. We are called to share. We have to start from Jerusalem and share with our family. Wherever we go, we should be bold enough to share the word of God. Because of the, out of the word, we know that we have eternal life. We, we have a short time to do so. Amen. Sometimes you are close to somebody. You don't know what the person is going through. But you know what you know, and you know what you know. That if you share the name of Jesus, if you share his word, his word can heal that person. His word is powerful enough to transform that person's life. That's why we, we pray that we pray that the power of the, the word of God keep, keep on going. Amen. The preaching of the word is the key. Is the key. We, have, we are going through all kinds of problems that drive people crazy. Sometimes you are so confused and don't know what to do. You love your son. You love your daughter. You love your dad and mom. You love your brother and sister. And you see them grow, going through so difficult situation. You don't know what to do. And the word of God is inviting us this morning. Just, just trust him. Let's just trust the Lord. Let's just, just uh, trust his word. Let's continue reading the holy scriptures. Amen. Amen. We have the key. Let us just be so courageous. Be bold. It's so easy to just be so fearful. And, and the enemy is, is trying to hinder us from speaking up, from doing the work of the kingdom of God. But the Lord is inviting us to be bold. The, being a Christian is just freedom. We are free. We are blessed. It's not something that really that that keep us it's it's something when you are a christian you are involved in 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 the in, in christianity you are you feel that you are free the the purpose of the preaching of the gospel 
is freedom. Amen. It's freedom. And um, being here, I realize um, it's such, God is so faithful. My wife and I being involved in the ministry in Dominican Republic, we, you, you are involved going through a difficult place, dealing with very, uh, many poor people. But we are called to hug the little children, hug the poor people, help them, and guess what? The law of sowing and weeping. When you, you sow with tears, you will weep with joy. And guess what? I come here, we come here. I don't know, at the end of the trip, maybe I, we might end up having about 25 or 30, 30 drivers, <laughs> private drivers, Ubers, taking us everywhere. You know what does that mean? Because we serve the Lord, your cars is my car, my cars. <laughs> We've been eating excellent food. We spend no money for that. Your money, your house, your resources are my resources. I've been enjoying it without fear because it's of God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God is faithful, brothers and sisters. For us to be here and be part of you is kind sowing with, in, in, with tears, but we are weeping. It's kind God giving us the opportunity to taste eternity. When we will be for, with Jesus forever, it will, it will be joy forever. So I, we would encourage you this morning, let us press on. It's not in vain your work. It's not in vain what you do for Jesus. So let's continue serving him. So we really love God. We really love the Lord for what he's doing. He's great. He's our great God, everlasting God. He will never forsake us. He will never abandon us. Sometimes we feel lonely. It's just the flesh trying to, the enemy trying to, trying to deceive us. The, the enemy is a liar. We, we, it's not about what you feel. It's about what, what the scriptures, the holy word is saying to us. So we are not trusting our feeling. We are trust, trusting what the word of God is saying. Amen. The word says that we are free. The, the, the word says that we are saved. The word says that we are healed. Amen. Amen. So we receive that. We receive the blessing. Sometimes you won't feel it, but we claim it by, by faith. And everything that we claim by faith will become a reality. And we will have a great testimony. We cannot hold the testimony. We cannot hold it. We have to go and share it. And we have to be bold enough. Today, our society is quite trying kind to shut up the, the, the church, not to speak. But in the name of Jesus, we'll continue speaking up. 
through the strength of the Holy Spirit. The Great Commission is to be shared, is to be, ex to be spread everywhere. So I encourage us this morning, let us be bold and do it. You will be so joyful. You, you will have such inner peace because you obey. Thank you. Because we, the gospel is preaching in different ways. So many of you take the time to go and visit with us in the Dominican Republic. Many of you send your, your offering, your money. The, this is a way to honor. We are all together. We are honoring Jesus who called us to serve him. Thank you very much. May the Lord bless you.